This week, we read Parshas Vayichi, the last Parsha in the Chumash of Bereshis. And as we finish the Parsha in Shul, we announce Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazek. Let us be strong, be strong, and strengthen ourselves as we finish yet another book of the Torah. And indeed, the entire Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazak, a Shabbos of strengthening because of this. So let's look into the Parsha and find a Chizuk, a message of strengthening ourselves in our situation today. So it's an emotional Parsha. It's the end of Yaakov Avinu's lifetime. Um, and Yaakov calls together all the Shvatim, he calls together his sons, and he blesses each one individually and gives Baruchas for all of them collectively. But beforehand, it says Yaakov calls them, and there's something he doesn't tell them. And Chazal tell us, our sages tell us, Bikish Yaakov legalis hesakets. Yaakov wanted to reveal to his sons the end of time, the times of Mashiach. And the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, um, was lifted from him so that he could not reveal to his children when Mashiach will come. Now on the surface, it's hard to understand, Mashiach still didn't come, and we're thousands of years after that story, three and a half thousand years after that story. Um, so what, was Yaakov going to tell his children that Mashiach is going to come in another three and a half thousand years? How would that inspire them? That would depress them. Clearly, that wasn't Yaakov's intention. But the, the simple answer to that is that Mashiach didn't have to come so late. In other words, if we would have been meritorious, if we would have merited, Mashiach could have come much earlier. In fact, it's written that when the Jews left Mitzrayim, left Egypt, at that point, if they would have, been, if they would have merited it, then that geula, that redemption would have been everlasting, they would go into Israel, build the base of Mikdash, and that would be it, Mashiach would be there. Which means, though we're still waiting for the coming of Mashiach, Mashiach could have come much earlier. And indeed, that's really what Yaakov was trying to do. When Yaakov wanted to reveal to his children the end of time, the Kates, the end of time, the time of Mashiach, he wanted to give them a taste of it, which would be so strong that that would inspire them that they should do everything within their ability to bring Mashiach much sooner. He wanted to show it to them, let them feel it, let them get a glimpse of it, so that they would be energized and inspired on a whole different level to do their to them and their children in order to bring the end of time, to bring the coming of Mashiach so much quicker. And that's really what Yaakov was trying to do, trying to inspire his children, all of us, to bring Mashiach quicker by giving them this divine revelation, this taste of the end of time. And yet, Hashem said no. And the Shechina departs from Yaakov, and Yaakov is not able to reveal, give this special revelation to his children. And the question is, why not? And of course, if Yaakov wanted it, it was only for the right reason and for a good reason, and to help us bring Mashiach quicker, why then did Hashem say no? And the answer that the Rebbe gives is because true. If we would have this special divine revelation that Yaakov Avinu would have given to us, we would have been empowered and we would have done our avodah and done our terror mitzvahs on a much greater level. But it wouldn't really be ours because it's, it would be an expression, something that was inspired by divine revelation. And something that's inspired by divine revelation is not as deep, it's not as real, it's not as internal for the person, because the person didn't come to it on their own. It wasn't their own sweat and work, it was a divine revelation that inspired and, and pulled the person to that place. 
And this is what Hashem was indicating and telling Yaakov Avinu. Of course, Yaakov's intentions were the best. All he wanted was to bring Mashiach quicker. All he wanted was just to get us there, get us over the finish line to that time of everlasting good and holiness. But Hashem said, I need it to be done in a different way, not based on divine revelation. I need that there should be exile. I need that there should be the lack of divine revelation and that the people on their own should work on it, should find it within themselves to do what has to be done until Mashiach will ultimately will ultimately be brought. So although it's going to take longer than Yaakov's way, but it's going to be more real, it's going to be more internal, and therefore it's going to be everlasting. And therefore we have here a double message for ourselves as we're still in Golos and still waiting for Mashiach. On the one hand, many times we crave that divine revelation. If only I would be inspired, if only I would be able to have a revelation, that would inspire me and bring me to much greater avodah, I would do much better in my serving Hashem. But we have to understand from Hashem's answer in this story that that's not Hashem's way, that's not the best way for us. The best way for us is not divine revelation, but rather work on our own and find within ourselves the determination and the inspiration to do what we have to do to bring Mashiach. So that's the first lesson. The first lesson is from Hashem's response to Yaakov. That yes, divine revelation is a wonderful thing to, it would, it would be wonderful to, uh, to have, and yet it's not the one that will bring us to the greatest achievement. On the other hand, we have to remember Yaakov. Yaakov always wanted, he always wanted and desired and yearned for the time of Mashiach already. And the truth is, as we go through the Chumash Bereshis, Yaakov keeps on desiring, keeps on wanting the ultimate redemption. Way back in the, in the Chumash, when Yaakov is in Vayishlach, he's going out to greet Esav, his brother, and the, and the Yisvarim tell us that Yaakov felt that he was ready for the coming of Mashiach and he wanted that Esau also should be, and together they should already bring the end of all time. Later in Parshas Vayeshev we read, Bikesh Yaakov, Leishev Vashalva, all Yaakov wanted was to have peace, to be able to stay in Eretz Yisrael, peaceful, serve Hashem. And now at the end of his life, Yaakov is Bikesh Legalas Asakaitz. Yaakov represents that constant yearning, that constant desire. He's waiting for that time of divine revelation, the time of completion, the time of Mashiach. And that's a message to us as well. So we have the message from Yaakov's desire and the message from Hashem's response, and both of them are true to us. We have to constantly yearn and constantly desire as we dive in every day for the coming of Mashiach. We remember it and we talk about it. And we yearn and desire as Yaakov teaches us too, and at the same time, we understand that we have to do that with our own avodah, with our own service. No, there isn't that revelation that's magically going to bring us into it. It's something that comes through our avodah, through our service, and Hashem should give that after so many years of avodah, so many years of service, so many years of terah mitzvahs, we should merit already that great coming of Mashiach, may it be speedily, may it be today. Have a wonderful Shabbos.